1: Shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here.
2: It's the Rob Carson Show. Hello, and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. How are you? Are you getting your Christmas shopping done, or, or you know, if you're one of those, uh, you know, those folks who are suffering with Joe Biden's inflation? Grocery shopping, I guess, is the new Christmas, I suppose, right? You know. Anyway, we'll get to uh, all of that as the show progresses, but I do hope you are uh, finding yourself well as we uh, weed ourselves through the chaos of the uh, lame duck session of Congress where they're going to try and pass a lot of stuff while they can. I'm suggesting they call it the Peking duck uh, session because Joe Biden is bought and paid for by China. So... I decided I would Google something this morning because I thought it was uh, interesting. If you're going I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, I don't bet. I, you know, the, the most I've ever done as far as gambling is concerned is uh, I played blackjack a little bit. If there was a casino near where I lived in Minneapolis, I'd go up there and I'd just take twenty bucks and I go and I sit down at the blackjack table. Back when you could bet five dollars on a hand, right? I know, I know, you can't do that anymore. Um, at least I don't think at any Casinos, I could be wrong. Uh, and I would, I would either win hundred dollars or lose my twenty and leave. So if I want $100, out of here, lose my 20 out of here, that's what I did. Otherwise, uh, knowing me and my personality, you know, you got that thing where people say I've got an addictive personality. I think most of us do to some degree, but we're just addicted to different things, right? Uh, you know, whether it be the internet or your cell phone or dessert, or you know, which I have been lately. Dear God, what the hell. Uh, you know, those. I guess we're all kind of addictive personalities. I don't think anybody can walk away from anything in their lives. I think there are some things in every one of our lives that we probably overuse a little bit. So I wouldn't necessarily say that it's my personality. It's just I just know that if I really went down that gambling highway, I would be, uh, I'd lose everything, my family, and probably end up in jail. So anyway. <laughs> So, so I decided I'd get online this morning just to find out what the odds are, what people are, what the bookmakers are saying about Sam Bankman-Fried uh, surviving the Bahamas jail. That was the thing I was kind of interested in because, you know, it's kind of weird that uh, Sam Bankman-Fried got arrested the day before he was supposed to appear before the House Financial Services Committee. And uh, and committee member Lee Zeldin, who ran for uh, governor in the state of uh, New York, said lawmakers were ready to grill him six ways to Sunday. And uh, why not? Allow him to testify first. Well, <laughs> duh. <laughs> I mean, part of it has to do with the fact the guy gave so much money to, uh, to Democrats. Now, who uh, do know? Yesterday I was listening to him in the uh, car. And ABC News at the top of the hour. With their intros, da, 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 da. Which should the, the lyrics to that are propaganda. Anyway, they said, oh, yes, it gave it to both Republicans and Democrats. It was like that. It was like, Sam Bankman Freed gave money to political campaigns of Republicans and Democrats. It was like that. It was almost that bad. But not really. Not really. Most of the money that he uh, gave was to uh, Democrats, including $5 bucks to Joe Biden in he, uh, the 2020 campaign. He gave $5 million. And yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked if uh, old Uncle Joe would uh, send that money back.
3: So, look, I'm covered here by the Hatch Act, uh, limited on what I can say and anything that's connected to political contributions. Uh, from here, I, I, I would have to refer you to the DNC. So you
2: got to refer to the old DNC there. you got to pass the buck or in this case five million of them you
3: know, uh, you know does he want those people who No, you asked me two questions you asked me about will he return the donations and then you asked me about his opinion I'm answering the first part which is I'm covered by the hatchet I'm
2: answering the first part which is to pass the buck
3: from here I am limited to what I can say and I just can't talk to political contributions or anything related. Well, why
2: don't you uh, ask the president? You just say, hey, hey, uh, there, Mr. President there. Uh, yeah, put down the pudding. Um, so are you going to return that money? Uh, no yeah no there you go get the answer
3: to that i cannot speak about it from here
2: his opinion, I,
3: I just is just cannot speak to this uh from here even his opinion even his thoughts even
2: my- the thoughts and the, he, and the honey uh you know corinne Jean pierre has a uh, a way to pass the buck that's pretty uh pretty interesting remember uh, remember uh, jen saki i miss i miss her I do, because I like to say, are you ready for some hot sake? And a lot of people love that. But Corinne Jean-Pierre, she has something, a catchphrase she uses all the time.
3: I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have anything.
2: I know nothing.
3: I don't have anything. I just don't have anything. I don't have anything. We don't have anything. I got nothing! I'm selling nothing over here! I just don't have anything. Don't have anything. So I don't have anything. I don't have anything. There
2: was a Sar- Sergeant Schultz and Mel Brooks quotes there.
3: I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. just don't have anything. I just don't have anything. I don't have anything. Again, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Don't have anything. I don't have anything. I just don't have anything. I don't
2: That goes on for about another 125 times. So there's that. And then there's, a, I, I was trying to find Sam Bankman-Fried talking about how he was going to give a billion dollars, soft ceiling $1 billion to the Democrat Party in 2024, and oddly enough, you can't find it. Can't find it on Google. Then I went over to old DuckDuckGo and uh, couldn't find it on DuckDuckGo, but the only thing I was able to find was this uh, Fox Business report.
4: The crypto billionaire, Sam Bankman-Fried, says he expects to spend at least hundred million dollars in the 2024 elections, uh, Lauren. That's a minimum. Yeah. How yeah. much higher is he going to go?
3: Soft ceiling, his words. A billion dollars, but he also said, "Who knows? Could be more, if the former president Trump re-enters the race."
2: Oh, wait, wait, wait! He was going to, he was going to start spending money. <clears throat> on Democrat uh, candidates if Donald Trump decided to run again. So that was what it was all about. It was about if Donald Trump was going to the office and uh, defeating Donald Trump is the most important thing, you see. And he's got a lot of – he's got all sorts of uh, connections, probably emails, probably money transfers, you know, maybe some of those uh, flagged, uh, transactions in uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's account. Maybe, who knows? I'm just speculating. Could've, maybe could have come from old uh, SBF, old SBF over here. Uh, here is uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. Uh, this is funny because he literally is in jail now. Uh, probably, you know, who knows if he's going to survive because – You know, that's what happens to uh, Democrats, the whistleblowers or uh, people who've been arrested. So uh, anyway, there's there's that Um, anyway. He he. uh he, he uh, was actually invited to a panel a uh, summit in New York City about what about two weeks ago where he was a scheduled speaker and even though he had stolen all this money and collapsed a 32 billion dollar uh, false empire based on nothing and took a m- lot of people's money he still was invited to be a panelist and he was still highly vaunted and here he is saying he's sorry for stealing all that money
0: one of the the letters I got uh, I want to read to you Sam um, because it's from a gentleman who said that he lost his life savings um and the subject line is sam bankman fried stole two million dollars from me says andrew can you please ask SBF why he decided to steal my life savings and the 10 billion dollars more from customers to give to his hedge fund alameda can you ask him why his hedge fund was leveraging long all of these S coins. They
2: charge like twenty five hundred dollars a ticket to go to this uh, this seminar. I'm
0: going to keep it polite for the kids. Please ask him if he thinks the thinks what happened was fraud. These are the kinds of letters that I've been getting repeatedly over the past several days. What do you tell this this man?
2: And you know why you're getting those letters? It's because Sam Bankman Fried is a giant fraud.
5: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm deeply sorry about what happened.
2: Oh, okay. All right. He's, uh, he's deeply sorry for what happened. That's, that's, that's fine. Let's just move on. Cause that's how absurd things have gotten in this country,
4: Arizona and Corona. Nothing makes sense anymore. All the lies about them. They've been telling you. Yeah. How did they win it? the freaking senate hmm. when the votes that they received were very few
2: this is jim gossip by the
4: way don't catch the stupid don't buy their bs that climate change is real inflation's not don't catch the stupid don't believe them because distraction and diversion's all they got we all know that hurricane ian was the result <laughs> of global warming <laughs> russian collusion led to confusion <laughs> january 6 is a smoke screen mm-hmm. the new green deal oh, yeah. A disguise to no you, like their mandate forcing you to take vaccines. Don't catch the stupid, you just can't do it. That in women's sports, men should compete. Yeah, they're, back. they're teaching sex ed in kindergarten, their destructive policies we must defeat. Like wear a mask, don't wear a mask. (laughs) Statues have fallen, it's so appalling Mm. to ignore Hunter's laptop and his death. Oh, yeah. Don't catch the stupid, rejected nonsense. Don't catch the stupid, rejected nonsense. Everything is stupid on the left. Yeah, pretty much.
2: And you are expected to believe it all, but you don't believe a single darn thing, do you? Not one little thing. Now, I've got a bunch of stuff on the plate today, but I want to have a, uh, a theme to the show because nobody's being asked the question. I would like to know, and this isn't about Sam Bankman-Fried, this is a question I want to ask today, I want to hear from people. What did government mandates do to ruin your life during the COVID pandemic or your children's? What happened to you? Did you have a vaccine-averse reaction? Did your kid, uh, you know, need mental help and medication for the nonsense of the shutdowns? Did your business get shut down? Did you get fired because you didn't get vaccinated? I'd kind of like to hear, because I'm not hearing any news stories about it. I'm not hearing any news stories about the thing that just wrecked millions of lives. And I'm dealing with it, guys, because I've got two kids who suffered through this, including a young man who just graduated from college. Two years of his college, gone. Two years, wasn't able to associate with his friends. Two years, had to go through nonsense. And he's out of school now. My daughter's still in high school. She went through hell. I have a funny feeling that these kids of this generation of Gen Z, they are going to have COVID PTSD for years and years and years. So here's the number if you want to sound off on that. And then I've got other things I'm going to get to, including Joe Biden going off at the White House yesterday at a ceremony to codify gay marriage, even though gay marriage was codified by the Supreme Court during Barack Obama's administration. But this is all about virtue signaling and distraction. So here is the number. It's 800-922-6680. 800 uh, 6680 This, my friends, is a Wednesday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Don't go away
1: driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: So yesterday... President Joe Biden had a, uh, a ceremony on the South Lawn to sign the Respect for Marriage Act. The Respect for Marriage Act it codifies same-sex marriage, even though uh, yeah, Barack Obama, the Supreme Court, back when Barack Obama was the president, already uh, said gay people could get married. They could suffer just as much as the rest of us. Thank you very much. I never understood that. I'm like, gay people, you have an out. I mean, right now, you have an out, gay people. You could say, i oh, son of a gun, we can't get married. <laughs> Ooh, I know you keep bugging me. You want, you know, you like that you want me to put a ring on it, and uh, seriously, we are it's illegal, <laughs> you know, but unfortunately, for some reason, I don't know, but anyway, he was uh, the, uh, I'm, I'm kidding, of course, I've been married since 1998. And there's no chance of parole. Anyway, so uh, the Respect uh, for Marriage Act uh, came out yesterday. It came out. <laughs> and there was a drag queen there who's uh, very prolific, I guess, as far as uh, porn. Ag- porn ag- yeah, here, yeah. This person. This is this is what a joke. And, and I don't care about your sexuality. But honestly, can we just grow up and stop inviting clown shows to the uh, White House and acting like it's cool? Can we stop hiring morons like in charge of the uh, nuclear waste to our children uh, who, uh, who dress up? like uh, girls and pretend to be boys and girls and and never said a damn thing about, I don't know, disposal of nuclear waste, just spent his entire tenure at the agency uh, traveling to spanking seminars and stealing luggage. So uh, other than that, uh, there's this uh, drag queen who came and uh, and, and sang there, and in a, uh, a tweet that this person actually sent out, Marty Cummings. He is the, I'm not sure if that's a real name. Marty Cummings came to the White House and uh, apparently he uh, he tweeted a few months ago kids are out to sing and suck uh, uh, a word that starts with d. So there that, and then uh, then uh, this is what uh, Marty Cummings said about going to the uh, White House. And you know a lot of the times that and I I've, I've went and saw I've seen drag shows and there are two di- two different kinds of uh, drag shows. There's the passable ones and then there's the one Oh, that's so a dude wearing a dress. Um, I'm thinking of leaning towards the ladder on this one. But anyway, to be a non-binary drag artist invited to the White House is something I would have never imagined. Well, neither could we, actually, because we thought we were adults who were interested in really, I don't know, uh, uh, making the country better. Thank you, President and Dr. Biden, for inviting me to this historic bill signing. Grateful doesn't begin to express the emotions I have feeling, uh, that I feel, Cummings said, And then another Instagram post featured Cummings posing with a child alongside scantily clad drag queens that featured the following caption. It was, he was so excited and he wants to perform with us next year. This is kids like four. Uh, Others pointed out several borderline pornographic videos that featured Cummings, uh, one of which uh, featured him talking about gay sex with as many as 52 men an entire year. That's one per week. And uh, this person was invited as an ambassador to, I don't even know what, insanity at the White House. And, uh, and Joe Biden got all real uh, mad and everything. And, uh, you know, this country, I don't know if you knew this. If you're a Generation Xer, we kind of move past all the racial nonsense and the, the, the gay nonsense and we don't care, you be gay, be whatever. We don't, we're not, we don't put nooses up and hate crimes uh, 99.9% of the time are absolutely fake unless they're, I don't know, against Asian people in places like San Francisco and New York. But here's Joe Biden. He's all mad and everything because there's all this gay hate out there that, that there really isn't.
6: Excuse me. Because they support LGBTQ ch- children and families, we have to speak out. We must stop the hate and violence.
2: Okay, this is the uh, this is where he defends uh, children under eighteen getting mutilative genital surgery,
6: like we just saw in Colorado Springs, for a place of acceptance and suffering. Yeah,
2: that was a gay bar, and a non-binary individual who is part of the LGBTQIA plus community went in and shot up a bunch of people.
6: Celebration was targeted for violence and terror. We need to challenge the hundreds of. Callous, cynical laws introduced in the states targeting transgender children.
2: That's a gigantic lie. All of the laws were to protect children, uh, to protect their innocence, and not sexualize them or put them on puberty blockers or transgendered surgery.
6: Terrifying families and criminalizing doctors who give children the care they need.
2: No, no, just a. Uh, just doctors who would uh, remove healthy tissue uh, with regard to breast and genitalia uh, when it's not necessary. And someday we'll wake up from this nightmare and realize how awful it is. And those people will not only lose their license, but face criminal prosecution.
6: We have to protect these children so they know they're loved. And that we will stand up for them and say, I can seek for themselves. <laughs> Folks.
3: Yay,
2: yay.
6: Racism. anti-semitism
2: oh what else hold on on.
6: homophobia transphobia they're all connected
2: yeah and they're all not happening in mass in the united states you're making up a crisis
6: but the antidote to hate is love this law and the love it defends
2: i know you love to smell hair
6: strike a blow against hate in all its forms and that's why Bubba wallace anybody this law matters to every single american no not really no matter who you are not one little bit or who you love this shouldn 't be about conservative or liberal, red or blue
2: yeah conservatives don 't hate gay people I, you know we don't. it's just it does it's not it, this is a non thing you 're creating a boogeyman that 's uh, in you know invisible uh, you 're trying to demonize people you 're trying to demonize speech that 's what this is all about it's it 's nonsensical but i 'm going to tell you one thing i I would assume that that there are some gay people out there who uh who really um are really kind of upset about this. I think there are a lot of gay people. I know a lot of. I know a lot of gay people, and uh, and I would assume that they're not completely down with this Bat Guano craziness, uh, supposedly representing the LGBTQIA plus community. When they see these libs of TikTok videos, they go, "Well, I'm just trying to live here with my sick other, and maybe you know, adopt a kid or whatever." And and and, and uh, you know, and what what this movement is doing is they're doing a gigantic overreach. Not a reach around. Don't confuse those, but a giant overreach, and they're trying to force an ideology down our throats that we find uh, unacceptable and abhorrent. And there are sometimes we just have to say, you know, it's really not cool to sexualize children. And in fact, I would venture to say that's the uh, that's the red line you don't know, cross. But there is that. And if anything that people are upset about, it is this overreach, it is this nonsense, it is this forcing people to have a thought about things that is, uh, you know, you you can't be contrarian to the nonsense that happened in the White House. Now, I got a little bit more on this, including Joe Biden going after the Supreme Court, and then uh, Nancy Mace, a Republican, goes after a, a radical LGBTQIA activist that uh, her, um, her words caused Nancy Mace physical violence. That's coming up.
1: The left has been waging a war on America for decades. That's not right. It's not fair. And we're quite simply not going to take it anymore. Honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's the Rob Carson Show.
6: The world's going to Hades in a handbasket. We are desperately concerned about the circumstance relating to uh, avian flu. We don't have enough vaccines. We don't have enough police officers. This Joe
2: Biden in 2006.
6: And we're going to debate the next three weeks, I'm told, gay marriage, a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law. The Defense of Marriage Act, we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman. That's very homophobic. And states must respect that. Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. That
2: almost sounds like a codifying uh, marriage between a man and a woman. And it was. And it was. Uh, uh, my feeling on this is I don't care. I don't think the government should be involved in marriage, by the way. I think that churches should be allowed to uh, to marry, and if they choose to do that, that then that's theirs, you know, their business. And, and if you believe scriptures, then you know, uh, then ultimately it'll be decided at the after this life. But honestly, I don't think the government needs to be involved, in it, it certainly doesn't need to be involved in the activism, which what this is all about. It's about forcing you to believe a certain way, for, forcing you to abandon your personal beliefs, and and you, you know, you don't have to believe, uh, you don't have to abandon your personal beliefs. But that's where they're going. They would like to in, in, make every bakery make gay wedding cakes and every church do gay weddings. That's what they want to do because they want to erase religion from from the country. And it's uh, it's going to backfire. It's going to backfire because, you know, Christianity survived in Russia during the Soviet Union. It will continue to survive. And I'm saying any any faith, actually, if it's a, a good and true and virtuous uh, faith based on Scripture, you know. There's that. But anyway, I'm not going to go down that road. Uh, Joe Biden did go after the Supreme Court, by the way. He went after the Supreme Court. Now, this on the heels of uh, <clears throat> the uh, attempted assassination of Brett Kavanaugh at his home. But here he is yesterday doing it again.
6: things that America thinks matter. So sadly, I must also acknowledge another reason we're here. Why is that? Congress is acting. Because an extreme Supreme Court has stripped away. Not the
2: old extreme Supreme Court. The
6: right important to millions of Americans. What's that? That existed for half a century. What was that? The Dobbs decision. The court's extreme concern. Yeah, not a right. A majority overturned Roe v. Wade, on the right. To I decision.
2: thought we're here for gay marriage or something.
6: and its concurring. It is
2: about gay thing. Why are we concerning ourselves with heterosexual reproduction?
6: Opinion, Justice Thomas went even further, and he wrote the following quote. We should reconsider all the court's substantive due process presidents, including Griswold, Lawrence, Obergefell. That means he thinks we should reconsider whether you got the right access to
2: concept to, to contraception can it get to connecticut yes, yes you can you can have access to connecticut uh you know honestly what a giant uh charlie foxtrot what a hodgepodge what what a rate waste of of time yesterday at the capitol and oh i'm definitely homophobic for saying that whatever giant w capital w for Whatever. By the way, um, you know, while you're talking about Joe Biden saying that gay people being thrown out of restaurants and everything yesterday, the only uh, a case of people being thrown out for their beliefs recently was a Christian advocacy group that uh, that uh, was turned away by the Metzger Bar and Butchery in Richmond, Virginia, a couple of weeks ago. Members of the Family Foundation turned away from the Metzger Bar and Butchery for their political or their uh, Christian beliefs, uh, and they said, "We have always refused service to anyone who." Uh, Makes our staff feel uncomfortable and unsafe, and was the driving force behind our decision, because you know uh, that uh, words are war. Uh, war? No, words are. Uh, violence. That's that's what people say. And if you are a Christian or you say it in counter to Joe Biden's uh, information, if you provide disinformation, you are actually committing an act of violence. That, that's where it's going. Okay? That is, uh, that is where it's going. And by the way, I'll show you why. New York has launched a hate and bias prevention unit costing taxpayers millions of dollars. Kathy Hokel has put together this uh, hate and bias. Uh, an early warning detection system in communities. This new task force comes from in conjunction with $100 million, the state has allocated to hate crime prevention. $100 million for a crime that's not happening, unless you're Asian and you're in New York, and generally it's uh, it's going to be perpetrated on a on you by a person of color. I'm just being uh, very clear here. But anyway, the H- Hate and Bias Prevention Union will lead public outreach efforts and responses to communities where they determine hate has occurred. Now, you may recall that Joe Biden is attempting to uh, make conservative speech into hate speech. He is. He said it. It's happening. So what they're going to do is they're going to uh, go out and they're going to uh, look at uh, the speech as well as incidents. And they're going to go after people. Ten regional councils, New York as community uh, 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 committee of sorts to tackle any issues that may arise. Uh, They will do organizing educational programming. That's to reprogram your little brain if you don't agree with the government. Conflict resolution training. What a bunch of gobbledygook. And a method for filing complaints. I need a worthless degree so I can get a job like this. Perhaps most glaringly, the bias unit will develop a rapid response team to respond to hate incidents in the community. Uh, again, it's not necessary at all, unless you are a, an Asian person shoved in front of a subway car in New York City because of anti-Asian hate, which is happening in New York and San Francisco and has been for years. New York State will use every tool at its disposal to eliminate hate and bias from our communities. Um, no, no, you, you, you can hate things and you can be biased about things. It's guaranteed. By the First Amendment, you can hate cheesecake, you know, whatever. And if you if you hate someone, well, that's your problem. And and if you commit a crime because of it, you, you know, you would be going to jail. Uh, Kathy Hochul said, uh, "We will not let the rise in hate incidents, and they're not uh, what, what like what we're seeing happening online across the country and across the world take root here." Uh, New York Lieutenant Governor Antonio Delgado also echoed the need to stand up against hate. Because it's a bogeyman. They created it. It's like yesterday the uh, anti gay marriage and all this crap in the White House. It's all fake. It's all a distraction. It's all a ruse. It all doesn't exist. Jesse Spulett, uh, Bubba Wallace, among others. Every time there is a noose. But what happened to the noose at uh, the, the building site at Barack Obama's library in the uh, Chicago? What happened to that story? Oh, yeah, it was fake. It was fake. Or it was placed there by a Democrat. We cannot allow ignorance, fear, and hatred to damage the enormous work we've done to move our state forward. Well, there isn't. It's not happening. In November 2022, the governor announced $50 million of available funding for community-based organizations to strengthen safety measures and protect against hate crimes. This legislation required mandatory hate crime prevention training for hate crime offenders. What the hell is this? What the hell is this? You know what $100 million could do to people who can't afford their groceries? right now, or their heating bills, right now, because that's actually happening. Although you should know. As such, a new hate and bias unit will be tasked with promoting acceptance, inclusion, tolerance, and understanding of diversity. And that's where the thought police comes in. The hate and bias unit will be tasked with promoting acceptance, meaning force you to accept, inclusion, force you to include tolerance and force you to believe their way of thinking and an understanding of diversity. What a giant flaming pile of crap.
5: Honestly.
2: I know that's very indelicate of me, but I kind of uh, call him as I see him. Nancy Mace yesterday, she confronted a uh, radical transgender activist, Alejandro Caraballo, at a session on extremist threats at a hearing at the House Oversight and Reform Committee. Caraballo is a trans woman, which would make her, I guess, a man at birth if she's only switched once, Uh, and uh, instructor at Harvard Law School Cyber Law Clinic was speaking on what she called the rise of white supremacy, which, again, is not happening anywhere. It is not, not one little bit. Here's Nancy Mace reading a tweet from uh, Miss, Miss, Mrs., Ms., The, Them, Their, Caraballo.
7: This is Alejandro Caraballo, tweeted out the following in response to the decision on abortion. Son of a gun,
2: we'll have good fun on.
7: Overturning Roe v. Wade, and I'll quote directly from the tweet. The six justices who overturned Roe should never know peace again. It is our civic duty to accost them. That
2: sounds kind of... uh,
7: I don't know, assaulty. Every time they're in public. They are pariahs. Since women don't have their rights, these justices should never have a peaceful moment. in.
2: Now, I do believe that kind of echoes what Joe Biden just said about the extreme Supreme Court. Exactly.
7: Public again. I know something about being accosted. The night of January 5th, I was physically accosted on the streets of D.C. in Navy Yard by a constituent of mine.
2: Mm -hmm. Here's a little bit more from Nancy Mace about what happened to her after the uh, online threat.
7: I fervently blamed rhetoric, rhetoric on social media, rhetoric at public events, for being physically accosted. I carry a gun everywhere I go when I am in my district and I'm at home because I know personally That rhetoric has consequences. I've had my car keyed. I've had my house spray painted. I had someone trespass in my house as recently as August. Wow. I've been doxxed. I'm
2: not thinking they're conservative.
7: Social media about where I live. Um, And I've had to add to security everywhere I go, often because I can't afford it. I have to carry my own firearm wherever I go. Mm -hmm. And um, Alejandro Caraballo also recently tweeted on November 19th, not even a month ago, that the Supreme Court vested with the judicial power of the United States by our Constitution stated they are not a legitimate court issuing decisions. And also the Supreme Court is an organ of the far right.
2: There you go. That's the speech they want to make illegal. Uh, here is uh, Nancy Mace, uh, her, her uh, uh, attacker, Caraballo, and her response. Um. His, their, them, theirs, the, us. I have
7: a question. Is it yes or no? Do you believe your rhetoric is a threat to democracy when you're calling to accost a branch of government, the Supreme Court?
2: Accost means a big hug in Swahili.
7: I don't believe that's a correct act- uh characterization what of my tweeted. statements. Yeah. Did you not tweet that? That you thought that the Supreme Court justices should be accosted?
8: What Did I'm you saying say is that, 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 that,
7: that, that is, is
5: not, that is not a you, accurate wait, c- characterization of my statements. I'm
9: yeah, sh- it was out of
2: context. That part where I said we should beat the hell all of the, out of all the Supreme Court justices, that was out of context. Do you know yeah. that this
7: year a man was arrested near Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home in Maryland? He told law enforcement officers he wanted to kill, kill a Supreme Court justice. He was found... Um, uh, with uh, a knife, with a pistol, two magazines, ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, crowbar, and duct tape. Yeah,
2: there was that. There was that. But you see, it's only dangerous in hate speech when a conservative uh, just says, you know, what they think. Just, you know, not even a, not even a physical threat like uh, Ms. Caraballo. Uh, Literally did the Supreme Court. Kind of funny that way. We're going to move on to, uh, oh, 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 oh. We got a little economy news on the way, including uh, where people are going to buy groceries. And uh, Nancy Pelosi would never even dream of doing this. And then also it looks like we have some some good things happen in Washington, D.C. They want to ban TikTok across the country. Oh, my God, something they want to codify that actually makes sense. This is the Rob Carson Show. Time to
1: put Nancy, Joe, Chuck, Bernie, and Mitch in a retirement home. Rest well and rest easy. You deserve it. It's The Rob Carson Show.
2: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Christmas. It's the 14th, everybody. Oh, 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 I signed up for Twitter Blue this morning. I've never paid for Twitter. I said, what the heck? I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying the show. It's going to be $8 a month. My wife has already texted me twice. What's this for? Did you get another streaming service? I said, I signed up for Twitter Blue. And so, yeah, I signed up for Twitter Blue. I don't know what it's going to do for me. I just want to support Elon Musk, to be honest. I'm uh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Because uh, I've been one of those people who've been a victim of uh, conservative apartheid in this country. And I've been a part of it and being attacked for it for about uh, 30 years. About 30 years. And it's uh, really hit its zenith lately. And I'm just loving, loving what uh, Elon Musk is doing to Twitter. Uh, by the way, um, also, a bipartisan group of lawmakers are going to ban TikTok in the U.S. And thank you very much. If you got a kid with TikTok, you say, uh, you know, you got to get rid of it. Uh, I, I had a TikTok... Page and I put one video on it like a year ago. I deleted it the other day. I have no intention at all of uh, of uh, giving TikTok access to my phone because if you have TikTok on your phone, they have pretty much access to everything. Everything. It is a danger. It is created by uh, China. It is a phishing expedition for your data, among other things. The uh, burning and national threat of Internet surveillance, oppressive censorship, and Influence and algorithmic learning by the Chinese Communist Party Act. That's the name of the act. What the? What? <clears throat> Try it again. The Averting uh, the National Threat of Intelligence survey, uh, Surveillance, Oppressive Censorship and Influence and Algorithmic Learning by the Chinese Communist Party Act. Also known as the Anti Social CCP Act. Well, why do you say that in the first place? To protect Americans from the threat posed by certain foreign adversaries using current or potential future social media companies that those foreign adversaries control to surveil Americans. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Sponsored and introduced by Marco Rubio, Mark Gallagher from Wisconsin, and Raja Krishnamurthy, a Democrat. Federal government has yet to take a single meaningful action to prevent American users from the threat of TikTok. This isn't about creative videos. This is an apt an app that is collecting data on tens of millions of American children and adults every day. Look at TikTok America versus TikTok China. There are very tight controls on what kids can do and say on TikTok China. Over here, they don't even care because they know that it's destructive to the psyche of children and the bonds between parents and their children. That's just the way it works. That's just the way uh, communists um that's their modus operandi, get in your head, get in your head. Now, listen to this. this is kind of interesting. Guess who tried to ban TikTok while he was the president? Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump tried to ban TikTok. And, of course, I'm sure got all sorts of consternation. And Democrats say, you're a hater. You don't like Chinese people. You're, you're a homophobe. You're a Chinophobe or whatever, you know. But uh, Senator Mark Warner, who chairs the Senate Intelligence Committee, admitted Trump was right. He said, "As painful as it is for me to say, if Donald Trump was right, uh, that Donald Trump was right, and we could have taken action then, that would have been a heck of a lot easier than trying to take action in November of 2022. Did Washington simply not listen because they didn't like the messenger then? And what what can we do now?" Uh, Shannon Bream from Fox asked him. He says, "Well, I think Donald Trump was right. I mean, TikTok is an enormous threat. Warner explained that TikTok is a massive collector of information." Senator Tom Cotton also sent a letter to Alejandro Mayorkas, who I would love to see in an orange jumpsuit, demanding information about foreign TikTok employees in the United States. And he actually, here's this from the letter. Dear Alejandro, you're so dreamy. Wow, you're awesome. No, that wasn't the letter. TikTok captures vast amounts of private information on users, including American citizens, has long been suspected of providing the CCP with potential access to that information for free. They didn't even have to buy off a of Biden for it. It's crazy. This threatens the safety and security of American citizens and also function as a avenue for the Chinese government to track the locations and develop blackmail on federal employees and contractors. ding, ding ding uh there is a time and a place for common sense and reason and it sounds like this uh at least a couple members of this congress have finally made a bipartisan agreement that even i can agree on get rid of it all right gonna take a break come back this my friends is a wednesday edition of the rob carson show
7: like the show you can help by subscribing and leaving a five star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free.
1: Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Real heroes.
3: Real conflict.
1: Real threats. Real heart. Now there's a place America gets its news. No agenda. Just the facts. Newsmax. Real news for real people slimball shared his comedy for years now you'll hear it here it's the rob carson show
2: our number three of the show is right ahead if you want to check out the podcast and you want to share it with others that would be wonderful we are on all the uh, digital platforms out there we made some changes we did take the show all three hours, and edit the uh, commercials out, get it to about two hours in time altogether. And uh, we put it the, uh, you know, on, the, on the podcast platform two hours, and we realize that you guys are busy, so we cut it in half. So it's two hours every day. And then a best of on the weekend. How cool is that? Thank you, Ken Decker, rock star producer who's awesome but he does it every day and I think you'll enjoy it. It's on all of your digital platforms Spotify. It was funny. I got my new uh, I got the first new car that I've had in 20 years. My my Bronco that I call Buck that I got the uh, special um, emblem made of chrome that says FJB edition. It's pretty cool. I sent the other one to, I got two of them, I sent the other one to Doug Mastriano, ran for governor in Pennsylvania, because he's just a cool guy. Uh, but anyway, uh, it was weird to get in the car, and uh, it had uh, Spotify on my phone, right? And I just decided to check out the podcast. And there's my face right there on my on my new truck screen, on Buck's new screen right there. That's the name of my truck. His name is Buck. It's the first uh, vehicle I've owned that I've given a name to since I owned a Jeep in 1991 named Buck. Kind of cool. It's called anthropomorphizing. If I'm going to spend that kind of money on something, it's got to get a name. (laughs) So there's a lot of talk about um, reparations around the country. And this uh, rubs me the wrong way, has for a very long time, because I grew up, uh, you know, had some very difficult times, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, after everything I went through in my life, about 25 years ago or so, I think is when they started saying that I was privileged. I'm like, okay, I want you to walk in my shoes. Please walk in my shoes. Please walk in the shoes of a... I'll just put it in a nutshell, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, like the Bill Clinton was the first black president, right, because... He grew up in Arkansas or whatever. Who cares? I don't even know where the hell that came up. But he's supposedly the first black president, right? But uh, apparently it was based on, I don't know, uh, somehow experiencing the black experience in the country because he played a saxophone. I have no idea where they came up with that because he's, he's the farthest thing from uh, black I've ever seen in my life. But but me, uh, my father left me at seven years old, never saw my dad again, got a stepdad. Uh, started working in fields at about, you know, 10 years old, 11 years old, worked in fields, uh, you know, had uh, abusive, all sorts of issues, bullied in schools, all that stuff, uh, all sorts of issues, fat kid, picked on, and uh, and I mean, worked in college, I worked at a job, you had to get into these big old petroleum tanks in a, in a mask, and, and that probably will come back to haunt me eventually. Had to do that. I mean, I went through, oh, we got government cheese when I was a kid. That was cool. We talked about government cheese. And it was, a, it was a, there was a time when there was shame associated with going to the government when you needed something, when you were, you know, because it was like food stamps. I ain't going to want food stamps. That's a shameful thing. But a lot of people grow up with welfare and, you know, whatever. Uh, I, I think that the government should be there for a safety net because we pay so many damn taxes, then they ought to help us out a little bit when we need a little bit of help. That said, <laughs> In California, there was a big meeting uh, on Wednesday of the first meeting of the California Slavery Reparations Task Force in Oakland. During the public hearing, California-based entrepreneur demanded that $350,000 be given to every black American in the state. Regardless of uh, how many mistakes you made in your life, how many times you've been arrested, how rich you are, everybody gets it because, you know, Whitey is not deserving of it. Nobody else who's poor in the state deserves anything. Only people of color in California where slavery was not legal. Yeah. Same man added that business owners should be given $250,000 in addition to 50 acres, 15 to 20 acres of land. Remember the uh, mule in 40 acres? Now... Um, I'm not responsible for anything that happened 160 years ago. Um, I have not lived a life of privilege. You've never been pulled over by a cop while driving black. Well, no, uh, but look at the other stuff. And I don't think Oprah Winfrey, I mean, she had a rough life. I don't think Michelle Obama, Barack Obama went through one of why, what I went through. Oh, and by the way, my, uh, relatives, my biological relatives, didn't arrive into the country until seventy years or sixty years after slavery. Yeah. Oh, another activist at the meeting said each person should be given the equivalent of the average price of a, of a home in California, about eight hundred thousand dollars. Now, what do you suppose is going to happen when you tell people? Uh, every single day of their lives that they are victims and they are deserving of something they didn't earn because of something that happened a very long time ago. What do you suppose you're going to get? What do you suppose when you combine that with white people are all white supremacists and privilege, what do you suppose you're going to get out of that? You're going to get this. You're going to get this. Now, this is, to me, another attempt to distract This, to me, is an attempt to cover up for the failings of the Great Society and what Democrats always do with regard to people of color and the programs that they bring to the table, like Aid for Dependent Children, which wrecked the nuclear black family. Okay, That's what this is all about. And it's also a bunch of greedy-ass people who failed in their lives, like these three who who, uh, who, uh, testified last night, who failed in their lives. They, uh, you know, they see whoever on TV, maybe it's Kim Kardashian, maybe it's uh, Kanye West, whatever. And they're, you know, well, I want a piece of that, but I don't want to earn it. Now, this is not, this is about anybody who would demand something like this. This is, uh, this, is, this is a guy, he, I guess he has a podcast. He, he calls himself Lord Abba. He didn't realize that Abba is like a total chick band from the 70s. Anyway, here he is talking about reparations on his podcast. Well, wait, 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 so this isn't just some arbitrary number that you guys just pulled out of a hat, just wrote down. and was like, what do you think about 233K? like yeah yeah i think that, that no it was an arbitrary number pulled out of a hat that's why so many people went on to say that wasn't enough one guy said he won 350 the other one said he wanted 250,000 and 15 acres of land or 20 acres and the other one wanted hundred thousand. they they're just pushing to see how far they can take it That'll be, the, the economists actually sat down crunched the numbers and they and they came up with that that figure correct
9: Correct. It it was from a, that figure is from a scope. Of this work is co-
2: Camilla Moore being interviewed by Lord Abba.
7: That the five.
2: You are the dancing queen. I'd love to sing that to him.
7: Member economic T- consultant team came up with and they presented to us at our September
9: hearing in L.A. And again, that two hundred thousand something some number is on the economic consultant team's theory. It represents the state of California's maximum culpability.
2: Yes, the old maximum culpability. If you throw a word in there like maximum culpability, then it makes it
9: official. For racist redlining practices um, and other forms of housing
7: discrimination from a specific area of time, 1933 to 1977.
2: Yeah. And uh, what does that have to do with most people of color in California? Yeah. And they're trying this. They're trying it in St. Louis. Here's what I'm I'm, uh, recommending. What I think that is, all of us we can reunite on uh, on one thing. Maybe you're white. Maybe you're black. Maybe you're this. Maybe you're that. Uh, I'm a hodgepodge. I got a little Cherokee Indian. I've got some French and English. You know, uh, I've got some. uh, What the hell else am I? German, a little German in there. And you know, found that out through the DNA test. How about we sue if you live in a a large uh, uh, Democrat-controlled enclave that is a crap hole, like uh, you know? Uh, parts of St. Louis, how about a class action suit for reparations with regard to 50 years of Democrat rule? How about Baltimore? How about the people of Baltimore? How about rather than going after uh, something that happened 160 years ago that you weren't enslaved by and, uh, and people never owned slave to are alive today? How about you, Sue? Democrats who bleep things up, rather than Democrats proposing stupid things like this to distract against their stupid policies. Yeah. Oh, this was uh, this is actually uh, a meeting. I think this might have been in uh, in uh, St. Louis. Uh, a, a committee uh, after hearing the demands that uh, reparations uh, advocates went for. <laughs>
9: That amount of money doesn't even exist. <laughs> I, like saying, I want a bajillion bajillion dollars. Yeah, Mr. President.
2: There you go. So there was that. Oh, and then and then Joe Biden was over in Rwanda. Now Rwanda's been around for a really long time, and they can never seem to get their stuff together. I don't know what it is, but he's over there, and and he decided to take reparations over to Rwanda, and he's spending a ton of money over there uh gonna offer them 55 billion dollars for the uh, unimaginable cruelty of uh, slavery here's a little bit of uh, joe biden's speech yesterday in uh rwanda talking about all the money that he's going to spend on a country that can't ever seem to get its crap together it's the
6: start of my administration the mcc has announced new investments of nearly 1.2 billion dollars in africa working with congress to invest 350 billion dollars
2: and what's going to be the return on our investment exactly all the billions and billions and millions of dollars in a largely corrupt uh, country that's always been corrupt and violent
6: facilitate more than almost a half a billion dollars in financing to make sure people across africa can participate in a digital economy eight billion dollars in public and private finance to help south africa replace coal-fired power plants the u.s international development finance corporation is investing in and economy. what do
2: you suppose all of this money is going to do for those sub-Saharan African countries? Well, it's going to pay off a whole lot of uh, corrupt people. That's what's going to uh, happen, by the way. Well, Let's go to, uh, let's see, we got, uh, try to is it Kelt in Towson, Maryland? Hello, and
8: welcome to the show. What's going on? I have a question about yes. the, the racial thing uh, with the reparations. So what do you have to be, 100% black? I don't know. 50% black? Could you I race them out? What if <laughs> yes. you're like that girl who worked for the NAACP who was white and, you know, I could claim, hey, I identify as being African-American. <laughs> I mean, you got all this stuff now with the sex where it's like, you know, today I feel like a 72-year-old woman. You better call me Ida. <laughs> so you know why couldn't you do the same thing yes yeah that's
2: that's the that's the nonsense associated with it and and I got to tell you again, this is about covering up for failed Democrat policies from a uh, a party that was founded on racism, trying to cover its own arse after fifty years of failure that 's what just, this is all
8: about yeah i i don't know I just sort of feel that after once Obama was in office. We've just gone so far backwards in the last 15 years, I really do, and it, it's uh, very depressing.
2: I know, I know, Bill, but you got to hang in there, and you got to realize that uh, people are beginning to realize that this is all nonsense, and they're fighting back against it, and even if you're uh, apparently not seeing it at the ballot box in some places, it is happening to these companies who are embracing this ideology, and it's happening to these states that are doing the same.
8: Well, I appreciate uh, i't mean to speak no, go, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, particularly you know when the BLM started, there was great hysteria, uh, you know people were just jumping on board and you know getting down on their hands and knees and bowing in the street, and all these people getting down on one knee and I remember Vaseline had that ad where it showed a silhouette of an expectant woman who was black and she said, you're being born into a country with violence against your skin. I mean, it was just I so nuts. Yeah, so and, nuts. And, they
2: did, and they did stupid crap like getting rid of the uh, the Land Lakes, uh, Indian and they got rid of the word master bedroom and they got rid of Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima. That's how stupid they are. That's what, how serious well, that's they wondering. need to take what these What they going
8: to do with an advanced degree? Is it no longer a master's diploma? No, it's not. <laughs> it's a great point. Is listen, I got a primary I gotta... diploma. I, you <laughs> know, it's just you know, nuts, man. Anyway, it's the, it's for it's your the stupid.
2: It's the stupid, and it is contagious. But don't worry, you are immune from the stupid if you listen to this show. Let's take a break. Shameless plug. Thank you. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show.
2: My producer, Brian, reminded me that, uh, yeah, uh, Joe Biden wasn't in uh, Rwanda. He was in the uh, capital giving our money to uh, corrupt governments and uh, feeling guilty about something we had nothing to do with uh, today. So. There you go. But, you know, that's what Democrats do. And it's all about covering up failed Democrat policies. That's what, uh, you know, think about what what the first is Baltimore. Baltimore, where my uh, glorious uh, affiliate station and anchor station, is, is a hellhole in many parts of it. And the school system has completely wrecked the lives of generations of children of color. You've got the great society, which ushered in a, a new era of dependence that would not require a man to be in the home. You see, and I've been talking about this for 30 years, 60, 70, 80% of uh, particularly black uh, households with no dad in the house. It's a damned shame because every one of those kids that's born without a dad or not a dad at home they spend their entire adolescence wondering why the hell does dad was dad not here where was my father why did my dad leave why did you leave me I went through that my dad left at seven it tortured me why did you leave me what did I do We don't even realize how devastating that is. It is. And then you combine that with uh, people who do everything they can to enable bad behavior. Then you've got Democrats who say, it's okay, you can go in and steal $1,000 worth of stuff from the local Target because you deserve it, because you're oppressed. And you can do smash and grab robberies, and you can loot, and you can burn because you've been oppressed. It is so sickening, and we will never, ever, ever get past the root problems of all of this, which is cultural, and it's related to what's going on in the country now. There are older people who went through Jim Crow. There are older people who went through some of the severe uh, racism of the past. But to come up with an arbitrary number, eh, $300,000 for every black person, Really? Give me a break. Let's go to uh, Bill in Detroit. Detroit. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Hello, hi, Bill. Are you there? Go ahead. Hi, Bi- hi,
6: yeah. yeah. Just, uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the reparations. And, yes. Uh, not that I would want them or anything, but the idea that uh, anybody, my relatives, their ancestors, I guess, fought in the Civil War, and I think some of them were killed yeah. at, on the Union side. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I don't know why that would be any less than anybody else.
2: Yeah, Bill, and, and also I want to mention something. You know, those Union soldiers had nothing to gain from it. They never owned slaves. Uh, they they were. You don't even know poor until you know poor. Where the people came to uh, to take up arms to uh, save the country to free slaves. That they were dirt. Poor farmers, no shoes, dirt floors, and they went out and they died. There was no benefit other than knowing that they were freeing people and preserving the Union, Bill. Definitely. Ridiculous. Yeah. They they came from nothing and they died with nothing except for exactly. they knew that they died to free people. That's so all nonsense and falter all. Absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, let's go to uh, Gina in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Hello there, Gina. Welcome to the show.
5: Hey. Guess who I'm related to.
2: John Brown. You are? I am. Wow. According
5: to the DNA, anyway, who knows?
2: Really? You know, we're talking about uh, John Brown, who uh, uh, went in and took over the armory in uh, Harper's Ferry and uh, attempted to free the slaves and ended up dying for the cause.
5: He he did, and it's on the side of the family where the... There, who played Jeffroas, he's also related to John Brown, so you know, you could blame one or the other. It's kinda of weird. Don't don't you
2: suppose that Gina, you are uh, eligible for reparations since you were related to John Brown who died for uh, to try to get rid of slavery? Well, yeah, because a lot of the family in that good, All right, your phone is cracking up. I apologize for that, Gina. Thanks for the call. Oh, by the way, just off off topic, if you ever get a chance to go to uh harpers ferry virginia dear god in heaven it's so beautiful it is so i'm going to go back there i'm going to tube that river it is absolutely stunning and to see the armory the the shell of the armory that is still there it's absolutely uh absolutely amazing absolutely amazing all right so uh, coming up we've got a special guest chris markowski the watchdog on wall street they will talk a little bit about what's going on in the uh in the markets and inflation and all of that stuff and you know Oh, 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 yeah. the This uh, woke Pennsylvania school board rejected a qualified candidate on the school board because he was white. Well, the, the woman who actually did that, she'd just been removed from the board. Her name was Jennifer Solot. She publicly stated that uh, race and sexual uh, sexual orientation and gender were determining factors in removing uh, a white male from the board. I've got the audio. I'll try to get to it here shortly. Uh, after public outcry and realizing that it was ungodly racist, they've uh, replaced her instead of him. All right, stick around. Uh, the final half hour of The Rob Carson Show is right ahead. Don't go anywhere.
1: as by set sail on january 20th 2021 now she's taking on water in a big way it's the rob carson show
2: it is the rob carson show and uh, a lot of stuff happening in the world a 32 billion dollar company evaporated into the ether we know it is ftx to joining us to talk about it among other things chris markowski financial strategist and the host of the watchdog on wall street joins us on the newsmax hotline how you doing today my friend Doing well. How about you Doing good. All right. Before we dive into what happened with FTX and what is happening with FTX, I I always felt weird about cryptocurrency. Um, has it ever been a good idea? Has it ever been a moneymaker for people? I guess for those who maybe originally bought Bitcoin and it went up to $30,000 and they were well, giving... Them...
9: Well, I'm what, what? disappointed I was going to come on a program and start pitching my watchdog coin today.
2: Come on. Well, I want to know if
9: it's a good investment. You're spot on. It's Monopoly money. Of course you're supposed to be skeptical of it. It's based on nothing. Yeah. Zip, zero, zilch, nada. You were right. You you should be. And and when everybody starts using these big words and blockchain and all this garbage to explain it, it one big fat, like they say in Brooklyn, fugazi. Chris,
2: it's a pyramid scheme. Oh yeah, it's a freaking pyramid scheme. You you buy in, you get in early. They're very excited about it. You add your money. Somebody gets paid back, maybe a year down the road. You sell your crypto. You made a killing. You tell other people about it. They buy into crypto and when the company collapses, those who have all the money in it and have gotten anything out of it, they end up taking the hit. And that's happened, including this this guy on Shark Tank lost fifteen million dollars with FTX. I'm like, how stupid are you? If you no, I mean, he,
9: I, he, actually, that's not true. And this part of the, the, the there's so many conventional wisdom is is truly poisonous okay I mean, tell me please. Media props people up okay he actually me. he got paid 18 million he said he lost 15. okay he got 10 million in in crypto tokens whatever the hell they are something that's now <laughs> worthless
2: he got a million no no, no no you can go to chuck top. e cheese and you can cash those down on some of those great prizes behind the counter
9: He he got a million dollars in stock, (laughs) which is now worthless. But he still got seven million in cash, Uh, so he didn't lose anything. All right. He he backed the thing and he still got seven million dollars in cash. And even if he did, if it was all in crypto, what did he lose? Nothing.
2: What about this? How was this guy able to do this? I mean, I know there was a lot of virtue signaling and everybody wanted to be in on this. Oh, everything's green. Everything's this. They want to feel good about everything. But it was a shakedown, it was a put on, it was a
4: lie.
9: Well, again, um, you know, you mentioned you you described it perfectly. You're talking about a Ponzi scheme and the last people that, you know are in are the ones that lose and these things happen all the time we had them last year with Spacs. you can talk about the same thing wolf on wall street pumping up stocks to ridiculous levels and then the insiders (laughs) get out and you get you know get left uh, holding the bag you know i i say something every single week on my show i say everything in life that has meaning value and worth involves work time and effort yes and everybody everybody out there wants a shortcut and they want to find this magic money box and in this case it was a magic digital money box and there's a trap door and that money's going to go away. Stop looking for shortcuts, people. Stop. I mean, now they're going after some celebrities there for backing what are these uh, what are those NFT uh, those non-fungible tokens. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm like I'm sorry, if you were dumb enough to listen to Kim Kardashian where to put your money, where to invest it, or Madonna, you know what? Buyer freaking beware. I don't want a single they're talking about this now in Washington, DC. Yeah. They want all oh, we gotta have regulations. We gotta regulate. Oh this. yeah, that'll work. I don't want to regulate it at all. Okay. Yeah. I wanna put a biohazard sign on it and say, Hey, buyer beware. You wanna get involved with this? You're on your own. Yeah. on your own. The SEC can't even manage its job now with the amount of ripoffs and scams they have. You're going to throw this in front of them as well? Come on. Give me a break. And the reason is, the reason is, Rob, is that these politicians are making a fortune off this. This, I don't believe in any coincidences when it comes to politics. The fact that they arrested this guy the day before he was supposed to testify in front of Congress means what? Boom. They didn't want to hear a peep out of him yep. because both elephants and donkeys have been drinking there at that well, collecting tens of millions of dollars from guys like this.
2: Um, it's it's interesting. I was looking up literally last, yesterday, I was looking Vegas odds on whether he'd survive the Bahamian prison. And I wasn't able to get any numbers on that, but I can't imagine things are very good. And I, I wish I were joking. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I wish I was joking. Let me ask you about this. There's been a lot of uh, talk about these uh, companies uh, with ESG scores, and a lot of people are becoming savvy to what a joke they are. They they underperform because it, it's not a it's not a reasonable model. It doesn't make any sense. There's no infrastructure there for it. There's demand no demand for it. Uh, what do you what do you think about um, where we're going with companies that do their level best in countries that do their level best to get a high ESG score, which gives them the ability to uh, virtue signal as a green company.
9: Well, again, some of this stuff uh some of the stuff they they have to do because the sec is is checking up on certain things they want to make sure that you're doing things. A lot of times just to avoid uh, conflict uh, mm-hmm. to some degree. As far as ESG investing is concerned, uh, this happened um, in the lead up to Thanksgiving. You, know, you yeah. always get like uh, ridiculous rules and regulations and nonsense out of the government in weeks when people aren't paying attention. And the Biden administration went back and changed the investing rules Uh, The ERISA rules that are from 1974 that says, and I have to follow these rules, that my job as a fiduciary is to do the best possible work for my clients, make them money, manage risk. He changed that to say, hey, guess what? Um, You can waive all that if you're investing in ESG. Meaning, guess what? (laughs) If you show substandard returns (laughs) uh, and and if it's an ESG, it's okay because it's ESG. What a bunch of horse manure for crying out loud! Well, this is exactly to what the happened with FTX. For my clients, I don't want to ESG but nonsense. But
2: that's but that that's why so many people fell for the FTX thing. They felt morally superior by investing their money in that company. They felt like they were being down with a Gen C-er or a millennial. They wanted to be cooler than they really are, and they wanted to be a part of the in-crowd. That's what it was all about. Yeah,
9: there, there was a phrase that uh, Quint used in Jaws he, when he was singing the song, farewell and adieu. <laughs> yep, <laughs> farewell and adieu to these Spanish ladies. I, I would to say, you're, yeah. I mean, you're a fool. Don't yeah. be a fool. Don't do stupid stuff yeah you uh, you
2: have on your uh, facebook page i saw this video youtube it's um, the ev and energy scam we know that there is a factory I believe, i'm trying to remember where it is it's going to be closing down in america because EG, ev parts and building evs is too expensive so they're moving it to uh, to mexico i predict and and i have a uh, proof right near me there's a dealership it has four brand new hummer electric vehicles they're $130,000 a piece and they've been sitting on that lot for four months they have cut the price they are they are now used cars i believe that just a few of you down the road all of these cars will be junk that's my opinion i think that evs are for posers right now when you plug in your ev you're plugging it into a coal power coal power plant or a nuclear plant if you're lucky but you're not plugging it into green energy. What do you think about EVs, the future of EVs?
9: Well, listen, you want to head in that direction, you want to head towards EVs, first you got to come up with some sort of plan and that we just don't have enough rare no. earth Uh, minerals and mining to go ahead and push everything that they're proposing. All right, everybody's got every car's got to be electric vehicle in California and the European Union's. (laughs) We we don't have the materials to do that. You got to, you know, we constantly put the cart before the horse when it comes to this. Um, You take a look at the price of these things right now, and and they're astronomical. Now, I I can understand maybe the rollout in areas where like the, the Northeast corridor, where you might not be driving as far you might want to put more charging stations in but do you understand that to make this nationwide the amount of money that needs to be spent and what they're going to do is is these these various different utility companies they're going to want to get in on this racket and they're going to force everybody that buys from that utility they're going to say it's infrastructure to pay for these charges on their electric bill whether or not they have a charger or not um it's it's a it's a big big Racket, uh, you know, until they get the, the the price of these things down, it's kind of like any other technology. I mean, when a flat screen TV first came out, the thing was what ten, fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Eventually, you get economies of scale and it comes down. We're not there yet. Yeah. So well, don't sit down everybody's throat.
2: Now they are talking about uh, there have been a couple stories about the possibility of harnessing nuclear fusion. I like uh, you know Doc Ock did in uh, in, uh, in Spider Man. I think that's years off. If it does happen, it'll be you know I'll buy an EV. But right now, EVs are worthless. They're worth cold climates, and the uh, batteries are too expensive, and blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about Disney. Disney decided to go down the road of uh, this uh, woke nonsense in Florida. They talked out about, against the the Don't Say Gay bill, which would uh, sexualize children in schools. Uh, uh, They wanted to get that out of the classroom, and now there is at least one shareholder saying that Disney really screwed up and put their money at risk by going down that road, and clearly they had to fire a CEO. Their stock went down, and they really, really alienated them themselves from their base which is parents of young children what do you think
9: i i mean I, it's been a slow it hasn't i mean the, the last you said chapik didn't do a good job but i mean some of the things that started cropping up on on you know some of the, the disney for teen stuff was uh, getting a bit out of control and, and again I, i'm one you know i've got i've got three kids uh yeah my youngest is now a, a junior in high school and mine you know, too they watched little einsteins and all that stuff and that stuff was wholesome good stuff and i want you want kids to be kids when when you start forcing various different philosophies and agendas uh, on little kids I, I find it highly uh problematic and, and yeah. again you know, you're headed in that direction you didn't have to no. and i mean you, you're, they're paying the price yeah. they are i mean you even see it in some of the uh some of the, their movie releases that that are coming out they don't even have the moxie anymore that last animated film that came out was an absolute flop yeah. they just moved actually a uh, release of i forget the name of the movie they're releasing to go head to head with a pixar film yeah, yeah. which is the Oak oh, the summer that would never happen nobody would ever go head to head with pixar now it's no problem because you know you've lost parents with this stuff yeah. you got you know yeah. little kids you, you don't want to deal with this stuff you got i got i got to watch it first You know, before
2: my kid watches it, it's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you, uh, finally, um, Donald Trump said he had a major announcement yesterday. I'm getting all excited. I'm thinking, oh, my God, he got a running mate in the whole deal. Turns out... And you know what? I, I love Donald Trump. I do. I think he's uh, great. He's right now the only candidate. I support Donald Trump. I thought he'd get a great job as president. Turns out he's just, he's, he's shelling a digital uh, a digital uh, trading card. It's $99, and it's got him dressed up as a superhero on it. Uh, did you, <laughs> what do you think about that? What do you think about the, the big announcement being, uh, you know, an opportunity for him to make some money? I'm, I'm I'm cool with it. It's not the announcement I wanted, but what do you think
9: about that? Um, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, another fool in his money type situation. But Donald Trump has sold a lot of crap over the years. Yes. From Trump water to Trump vodka. Oh yes, I remember some of the stuff that he was selling in in. Uh, 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 furniture stores with his own family crest, and I said to myself, "Who in the world is going to buy a Trump <laughs> pillow with his family crest and put it in their house?"
2: Yeah, I need a I need a gilded chair, dining chair, a gilded gold dining chair that looks like something you'd find in a you know in a castle somewhere. <laughs> I think it's uh, fantastic. I'm,
9: I'm in the Donald Trump keep golfing uh, camp right now.
2: Yeah. We got Ron DeSantis. No, Randall. I got all these guys. Out there uh, we ain't, ain't going to get into that right now. Uh, listen, my brother i i really appreciate the uh, time today um where can people find you on social media sir
9: watchdog on wallstreet.com is my uh, website and c- connected with me everywhere i got facebook uh, page and youtube page and all that good stuff but that's probably the easiest way to find me all
2: right my brother have a glorious christmas and a happy new year we'll talk again soon
9: you got it. have a good one
2: all right it's the rob
1: carson show dissent is not disinformation it's the rob carson show Rob Carson show.
2: Going to do a little Christmas shopping later today. How about you? I did something this year that I thought uh, was—I just wanted to do it—and we're we're very blessed this year because we have enough to pay the bills. And uh, you know, if you've been through a hard time, we lost our house years ago, well, I guess seven years ago it's been, and, and I had to live in a rental for three years and, and all of that, and I always kind of looked for a reason for the hardship that m- I, I put my family through, because, uh, you know, radio, and um, and uh, I uh, still haven't figured it out completely, but um, I know it really reconnected me to my childhood and, and what I went through and what through so many people are going through right now. So the other day, I, uh, I, went to, I was at Sam's Club. I was buying some groceries, and I decided to get a, uh, uh, a couple of these little mini cans of—I was going to get Red Bull but I thought that might be a little bit too much. Um, I've got these little cans of soda and snack bags and I put them in a basket out front for people who deliver stuff like the mailman. And, uh, you know, if Amazon comes by or UPS or whatever, and we put a little basket out there and it's kind of cool. Cause the ring doorbell goes off, you know, and I'll run down there right as they're r- walking up and I'll just say, Hey, help yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it just means a lot to me to be able to have the wherewithal to be able to do something like that. Because there are a lot of people who are, uh, working and lifting and, uh, Uh, suffering a lot more than I am and uh, you know whatever we can do whatever we can do to help him out it certainly uh, is and if you're going through tough times I am sorry and I know that if you believe enough and if you really believe in it then uh, then you're gonna be all right you're going to be all right. Things will turn around. Uh, let's go ahead and blew a little min- musical interlude. I have an expression that I came up with called uh, Don't Catch the Stupid. I end up with my, my TV show with it every week because we fell for a whole lot of stupid with regard to, uh, or at least some people did, not you and me. But a lot of people thought, for instance, that standing six feet from somebody versus five feet from somebody would assure that you wouldn't die of one of the most deadly viruses in the history of mankind. Somebody decided that a, a cloth mask could save you from the most deadly viruses of all time. Somebody decided that liquor stores could stay open and people could work at Walmart and Home Depot. But uh, you could not open restaurants or, uh, or uh, workout clubs. So we came up with this.
4: Arizona Jim Gossett. and Corona. All the lies about them they've been telling you. Mm-hmm. How did they win it? Mm-hmm. The freaking Senate. Yeah, When the votes that they received were very few. Don't catch the stupid, don't buy their B.S. That climate change is real, inflation's not. not. Don't catch the stupid, don't believe them. Because distraction and diversion's all they got. We all know that Hurricane Ian was the result of global warming. Russian collusion led to confusion. (laughs) January 6th is a smokescreen. The new Green Deal is a disguise deal. Like their mandate forcing you to take vaccine. Don't catch the stupid, you just can't do it that in women's sports men should compete they're teaching sex ed in kindergarten their destructive policies we must defeat like wear a mask don't wear a mask statues <laughs> have fallen it's so appalling to ignore hunter's laptop and his stuff don't catch the stupid rejected nonsense everything is stupid on the-
2: one of the pièces de resistance yesterday, is that, is that plural? Uh, is uh, John Fetterman being named one of the most fashionable people in America by the New York Times? That's how stupid we've gotten. Yeah. So this is kind of funny. Uh, Arizona mama, mom decided to go, uh, well, she went viral. She showed up at a school board meeting in a cat costume. Lindsey Graham is her name. She showed up because there was a professor there, a teacher there named Paul Bixler. And his um, his wife died a few years ago. He decided to uh, uh, become transgender and wear his dead wife's clothing. Because he's, uh, you know, he needs some help. He's He's mentally ill. So what she decided to do is go to a school board meeting, and if the seventy-two-year-old man whose wife died a couple years can suddenly become a woman by growing her hair out, and uh, and wearing his wife's clothing, she decided to wear a cat costume and say she was a cat.
5: Hello, my name is Lindsey Graham, and I am a cat. Meow, meow. I'm not a woman. Well, the
2: other Lindsey Graham is a cat, but there's a different word for it.
5: I'm dressed as a cat. I am a cat. By show of hands, I'm curious, uh, how many of you believe and confess that I'm a cat? great i am by show of hands i'm curious how many of you believe that your child or a child from this school would believe that i'm actually a cat
2: nobody no one no
5: you are right why (laughs) because you are not stupid yo what what did she just say what children are not stupid truth prevails over imagination oh what is the mantra
2: of this show
5: reality exists discernment is innate and something we are biologically wired to have yes one look at me and you know this to be true i am a woman posing as a cat
2: but a supreme court justice doesn't
5: know what a woman is you may also think correctly that if i truly believe i'm a cat i have a mental disorder if i suffer from a mental disorder and if i'm unable to discern reality am i safe to be around children
2: now there you go that is absolutely brilliant and something a point that i've been making for a very long time and it appears to be contagious let's take a break it's the rob carson show That's going to do it for the show today, guys. Have a glorious day. Make sure to check out the podcast, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. I will see you tomorrow, which is a big old Friday. In the meantime, as always, do not catch the stupid. See you then.